Alright. The fuck is good? Welcome to Rant Podcast. Rant is random as new thoughts. I am new. <laughs> so these are random ass thoughts by me. Random ass new thoughts. Rant. I'm new the mayor. You may know me as being an MC from DC. You may know me as host of Kickback TV. You may just know me from around the way. You hear me? Um, this week we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about Donald Glover, his video, uh, aka Childish Gambino, his video for This Is America. We're going to talk about Aqua Black Girls' experience. Versus awkward black boys experience. We're gonna talk about uh, if an African African American man or woman is revolutionary and power to the people and all down for the cause. If if that's sullied in any way or made insignificant in any way by them dating a white person, and we're gonna talk about our best efforts. Best ever pussy, best ever head, best ever dick, best ever TV show, best ever meal, best ever movie, best ever shit. We could exercise, whatever. And we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Uh, this week I'll be doing a podcast by myself, is which will be the norm. But uh, sometimes I'll bring in a guest just to get some different perspective. Having said that, let's get into the Childish Gambino video, This Is America. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. When the video first came out, I hit play. I watched the first 15, 30 seconds and was like, nah, I'm good. This nigga gyrating and dancing all crazy and I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to see this shit. And I cut it off and spent the rest of my day and went to sleep and I'm like, fuck that joke. The next morning when I woke up, it was a shit storm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. And I'm like, for that video he had on shirt on, he was gyrating. Who the fuck wanted to see that? And everybody, oh my God, the imagery was great. And this was this and this was that. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? I'm not watching that shit. It was like, it was, pro, it was pro-black, it represented the people that was just, it was, I was like, what, nigga, what? And one of the homies was like, dog, watch the damn video, you missed it, you turned it off too quick. And I was like, alright, I'll cut the joint on, I'll fuck it, I'll watch it. So I went, got up, you know, got up, went to my daily shit, my morning shit, and I watch it on my phone. And felt crazy as hell to see all the imagery and everything the video and the song was really talking about and how I so easily dismissed it. I, I like the video now that I've seen it all the way through, heard the song. Um, it, you know, this things that jump out at me is the the pale horse. Be, you know, behold the pale horse, and in the video there was there was a white horse. With what looked like death riding the horse, the, the death with the sickle, you know, this universal symbol of death, the character death. 
um, on a white horse riding with police, you know, in front of a police car. Uh, I was told some of the dance movements were African. Some of them looked like regular Atlanta dances that Donald Glover was doing. But I was told that some of those were African steps. Uh, him killing the musician in the beginning. Uh, Donald Glover killing the choir was representative of what happened in South Carolina and Charleston. I was told, uh, or I read, um, you know, a lot of different things that, that get symbolism in the video. And I liked it. I, I appreciated it. Then I got online and saw people talking about how Donald Glover was dating a white woman. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that got to do with anything. But um, I do remember his stand-up comedy, and I posted it in the Rant Podcast Facebook group that he had a stand-up comedy that he did because Donald Glover's an amazing talent. He does. He's writes for the Atlanta TV show, created that, raps, sings, and does stand-up comedy, apparently. And then his stand-up special weirdo on Netflix, he talks about fucking with white women. And how he busts his best in ever when his white girlfriend said, give me that nigger dick. And he made a whole routine, you know, a whole 15 minute skit, 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 sketch, whatever about it. Doesn't sound too woke to me. But I can't take away from what he did in the video. And I'm not a, I haven't listened to a lot of his music. That last album, Waking My Love, was the only album about Charles Gambino I ever cared to listen to. And I loved it. Like, loved it, loved it. Not liked it, not dug it. I fucking loved it. But I haven't heard much of his rap shit. I, I don't really revere him as a rapper. I like more his R&B shit. And the show Atlanta, I like that. It got a little weird this year, but I do overall like it. Um, so yeah, that's a lot. But focusing on a video, if the images and the imaging is what he intended, our interpretation is what he intended, then I respect it and I love it and I applaud it. Um, he said at the Met Gala, I just was trying to make people dance. And I understand him downplaying it. I understand why he would downplay it. But also, I'm not 100% sure he's just downplaying it. Um, but I know what I saw in the video, so I got to kind of believe he's downplaying it a little bit, I guess. Um, but the video is worth checking out. It said 56 million views, and it's only been four days. That's a lot. <laughs> so most of you have already seen it. I'd be curious to get your thoughts. You know, hit me up in the Rant Podcast Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and go in the Rant Podcast for groups. I'll add you. I promise. It's cool. Now, I want to get into a little bit of uh, the awkward black girl, awkward black boy experience. I, it's not my experience. Um, for all intents and purposes, and this ain't to sound cocky or nothing, but I've been cool. And by cool, I mean not like I've been okay. I mean cool like the definition of what a cool nigga is. I've been that. So I I don't know this awkward black boy experience. I haven't been awkward um, since a child. 
or even when I was awkward, quote unquote awkward as an adult, it didn't work against me. There weren't black women saying they wouldn't date me because I was too awkward. Like I, I still was winning. You know what I'm saying? So I do know that some black men, nerdy, I guess quote unquote nerdy black men, don't feel like um, sisters want them or some that grew up in affluent neighborhoods or, you know, the whole stigma of being acting white, you know, just not as hip as some other cats might be. They've experienced this, and I know some black women have experienced it. And when I brought up the whole conversation about Issa last week and how her comments offended me when I was on Kickback TV uh, podcast, people were saying, you don't understand the struggle of black women, educated black women who can't get a black man because black men don't want them and nobody wants them, and that's why she made the Asian man comment. Okay. Um, I believe you. I'm not going to discredit your experience. I'm not going to blow you off. I'm going to accept it, and I'm going to try to support you in it. But I personally haven't really lived through it. Um, so I have to do it as an outsider, kind of. What I do know is black men and black women go through this. That's what I do know. And um, it's unfortunate, but I know it happens. And I know it's real on both sides whether it's Tinder or in-person or whatever, I know what happens on both sides. And what I don't want us to do as a people is to start discrediting each other's version of that or, or the, the pain that each other suffers. And I'm talking directly to black women because I don't know what's, you know, I know what's going on, but I know that it, 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 it's not right. And it tends to be a situation where You'll blow off the black man experience because of the hardships you face. It's like, fuck your experience. Look what we went through. And that ain't going to get you nowhere. So it cannot be, fuck your experience. Look what I went through. It has to be, look at what we've gone through, how we've overcome, and what we need to do going forward. That's the only way this thing works. The only way. Uh, and I was hoping to have uh, Mel in here tonight to kind of speak from the black woman's perspective. But since she's not here, I'm going to speak from the black man's perspective. And just hope that you ladies follow me. Um, and fellas, that you follow me. But um, Donald Glover has a white wife. I mentioned him in this, uh, you know, a white woman saying she want that nigger dick. I don't know if that was his wife or before her or around her or whatever, but I know those two things exist. He has a white wife, and he likes to be told that she wants that a woman will want his nigger dick. I thought that was corny. I thought it was in bad taste. I thought it was just like the Easter comment, like you just don't say shit like that. I don't give a fuck if you're trying to be funny or satirical or whatever. I just don't like that shit. Um, but he also made a statement that black women weren't checking for him before he got money. He was too weird, too nerdy, too awkward, and that just wasn't their thing. And I, I, I can sympathize with that because I hear black women saying that black men are going for them because they, you know, they're too nerdy, they're too awkward or whatever. I understand it. It's on both sides. And I can't hold you accountable uh, for how you feel. I can hold you accountable for what you do. 
I believe that if there was a, and I've experienced like not like everybody wants me. So I've experienced women not wanting me and me not being several women's cup of tea. I didn't choose to leave a whole race behind it or leave a whole group behind it or leave a whole demographic or whatever behind it. I just said, I'm not what they want. And more importantly, I started focusing on, instead of complaining about what, you know, you're not, you know, women not wanting you, why don't you become the kind of man that women want? And I don't mean, you know, challenging your integrity, but you can become a better person. If, you know, women don't like loud mouths, maybe you chill out a little bit. Ain't got to say everything that comes to your mind as loud as you can say it. How about that? If women don't like men that wear tight jeans, how about don't wear tight fucking jeans? You know what I'm saying? Like, there there are certain things that you can fix on your own, certain things you should be held accountable to. And, of course, there are certain things that you shouldn't. I see both sides. I just want to make sure everybody else sees both sides. But, uh, yeah, that was very, very interesting with the Childish Gambino video. The fact that he is a white woman and people are discrediting him for doing that, calling him a sellout. I don't know that I would go that far. I didn't like the comments about liking when she says, give me that nigger dick. Didn't like that. But I don't know where I shake out with him. And time will tell. We'll see what's next. But we see this video has been very successful for him. And the Atlanta TV show is doing very well. So, yeah. Now I want to get into what I think should be the best part of the show. Because we're talking about best evers. I used to go around and really monitor when I had my best ever. Like, nigga, this is the best crab cake I ever had in my life. Let's acknowledge it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's make songs about it. Nigga, this is my best night partying in the club. Let's make songs about it. Let's acknowledge it. Let's talk about it. Nigga, this is the best piece of pussy I ever had in my life. Let's make songs about it. Let's talk about it. Let's acknowledge it. Nigga, this is the best game of Madden I ever played. Let's acknowledge it. Let's laugh about it. Let's talk about it. And I try to do that once a year. I probably should change it to the best of the year. Because sometimes it isn't the best of your life, but it's the best of the year. Um, and I, I I I love it, man, because that that's when you know you're hitting on all cylinders. That's when you know you reach the apex. When you go, this is the best rant podcast I've ever done. That is a wonderful feeling, man. I gave my homie the best advice I've ever given anyone. That's a wonderful feeling, man. And I think we should strive for that. We should acknowledge it. And even by acknowledging you haven't had it, it's an additional motivational tool. You and me. I mean, I don't want to see him literally name my best ever is like, oh, I had my best ever. But I, 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 well, fuck it. I guess I'll go through a couple. I think The Five Hobbies is one of the best ever movies. The Mac, one of the best ever movies. Scarface, one of the best ever movies. As far as TV shows, I think The Wire is one of the best ever TV shows. I think Game of Thrones is one of the best ever TV shows. As far as albums, I think Purple Rain is one of the best ever albums. The All Eyes on Me, The Chronic, 
Doggy Style, Dead Our Soul is Dead, uh, Stronger Than Pride by Sade. You know, these are some of the best evers. Um, as far as songs, I think Fruition is one of the best ever songs. You know what I'm saying? I think Summertime by Will Smith is one of the best ever summer songs. And um, I, I would challenge you to figure out what your best evers are. Like, if you've had your best ever dinner this year, one of my best ever meals uh, in recent memory will probably be Poor Calvin's, their, um, the restaurant here in Atlanta. That's the first time I had lobster mac and cheese. And I had uh, their fried chicken was great and their vegetables were great and the drink, the tiki Long Island was great. And I was like, this is one of the best meals I've had. And I immediately went back and I'm going to go back. I might go back this weekend while you bullshitting. You made me think about it. I might go back to poor Calvin's. Like, fuck it. I'm a big seafood guy. So I, I've loved things. I've had a Papa Do's, but this, that poor Calvin's was shit. I sleep might go this weekend, young. I'll let y'all know next week if I actually do it, if I'm motivated to do it. But God damn it, that shit good. If you're in Atlanta or ever visit Atlanta, go to Pork Alvin's, man. Get that lobster mac and cheese. I bullshit you not. It's Asian soul food infusion. Or fusion, whatever. But having said that, um, the goal of that was to let you guys know, like, hey, man. Like, look for your best ever and look to make things your best ever. You can have your best workout tomorrow. Like, you can. You can get with your significant other and have the best sex ever. You can put in that work and do that. You can go to work tomorrow and just be extremely focused and get off Facebook, put your phone down, and have your most productive day at work ever. You can start watching that show that everybody told you to watch and have your best show ever The Wire you should watch it real nigga shit Game of Thrones real nigga shit you can have those things or you can lose your starting point guard and your starting small forward and still have your best playoff run ever and that's exactly what Brad Stevens did with the Boston Celtics uh, Boston Celtics are without their two best players, and for most of the playoffs, were, were without three of their top four players. But they are, yet they are in the NBA Finals, NBA Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron James and the Cavs. LeBron is having his best playoffs ever. Uh, so, speaking of best ever, those are two teams that are having their best ever's. Houston it had the best uh, offensive season ever. And they will play Golden State, who has the best record in the best regular season record in the NBA ever. Steph Curry from Golden State has the only ever unanimous MVP ever over Jordan, Bird, Magic, Kobe, LeBron, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. Steph Curry is the only one to ever have a unanimous vote for MVP, meaning everyone in the world felt he was the fucking best ever. In 2016, I believe, that's best ever. And uh, right now, the final, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals is set. It will be Golden State Warriors versus the Houston Rockets in Houston. 
uh, home court advantage. And it'll be the Cleveland Cavaliers versus Boston in Boston. Boston has the home court advantage. And the winner of those two series will face off. I'll go on record right now saying it'll be Cleveland and Golden State again. But I wouldn't be mad if it was Boston and Houston or any combination. So we'll see. Uh, we'll figure that out over the next week or two. And uh, hopefully this this has been, you know, one of the best playoffs you guys have ever experienced in the NBA because it's been one of the best playoffs I've experienced. I, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I hate my Wizards loss, and they're out and they're home watching, but the playoffs in general has been great. This is just fucking great. Um, Dez, uh, speaking of, you know, switching the NFL, Dez Bryant of the Cowboys was cut. And it looks like nobody wants to sign him. Um, but he had his best season ever in 2014. One of the best seasons a wide receiver could ever, ever have. And it, that doesn't mean you maintain it. And that, that's what I want to lead into. Go out there this year for the rest of 2018 and try to have your best ever. But try to maintain it. What, what good is the best ever meal you ever had if every day after that you eat shit? Maintain it. I'm going to go into much more detail on all of this on Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, which is on Facebook Live Sundays at 7 p.m. And then upload it later on to YouTube under Kickback TV Live from Atlanta. If you're following us on social media, it's at Kickback TV Show on Twitter, at Kickback TV Show on Instagram, at Kickback TV Show on Facebook, at Kickback TV Show on Christian Mingle. Because JB and Mel have made us a Christian Mingle page. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're trying to have our best page ever. <laughs> yeah. So uh, make sure you check that out. Make sure you go to iTunes and everywhere else to do the search for Rant Podcast. And uh, make sure you follow the podcast. I'll do this every Wednesday night. You'll get it by every Thursday morning. Usually, you know, 20, 30 minutes of my random ass new thoughts. And I am new, new the mayor. So these are random ass new the mayor thoughts. And um, let's keep it going. Tune in to Kickback TV on Sundays at 7. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't want to hold you, but I wanted to get a couple of thoughts out there into the universe. This is literal free thought. Not that Kanye West bullshit. Um, and I'll say this Get Post Malone's new album It's really really fucking good um, You'll enjoy it I'm, I am watching Queen of the South uh, Ben's watching the first two seasons I'm loving that show And I'll also say that I've been in LA Fitness For three Two months Two and a half months And I'm getting in shape So it's not too late Summer is coming around the corner if you start now, you'll be in much better shape than you would have been if you never started. And that's as real as I can keep it. I'm new the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every week, between here and Kickback TV, I'm right back at it. Shaolin, fantastic. I will see you guys in... Six days and 23 hours. And tune in this Sunday to Kickback TV. Live from Atlanta on Facebook Live. Love you here.